the Daily Rios for Monday, July 13th. Just want to start by saying thank you to everyone that reached out to me last week, offering up feedback, notes, comments on episodes, or just general welcome backs now that the Daily Rios is a thing once more. I appreciate all of that and especially appreciate anyone taking the time to actually listen to this podcast. Another San Diego Comic-Con is over, and if you're not yet sick of all the announcements and promotions, I thought I'd give a rundown of those topics that interested me the most coming out of the San Diego hype machine. And yes, these will be all comic book related. In what I find to be a very surprising move, Milestone Media returns and is once again partnering with DC Comics. So we have producer-director Reginald Hudland and Milestone Media co-founders Dennis Cowan and Derek Dingle back. Uh, and they've been working on this project for the past number of years, since at least 2011, to bring Milestone Media, Milestone 2.0, whatever they're calling it, back out for fans. This is all going to happen on Earth-M, which will be home to the Dakota universe of character, characters that we are all familiar with. And then they will introduce new characters as well. So it is part of DC's multiverse, but in what way, we're not quite sure just yet, especially since this is post-Grant Morrison multiverse. And how any of those different worlds come together has not really been shown yet. And, you know, we'll talk about multiversity uh, in a little bit as well. So this is all going to arrive as hardcover graphic novels. There will be two Earth-M titles, which will be published annually, as well as other miniseries and one-shots. Obviously, all of this subject to change. And we're going to have uh, Jeff Johns and Jim Lee actually on books. Um, Jeff Johns will write a story for Dennis Cowan and Reggie Hudlin will write a story for Jim Lee. And I have to imagine that's a way to bring readers to the projects because Jim Lee, Jeff Johns, both of them come with a lot of, um, you know, a lot of fandom. Um, with all of the spotlight on comics these days and on publishers, uh, making sure that creators are getting a chance, creators from all walks of life. It'll be really interesting to see who gets hired beyond the initial output. You know, who gets hired, what characters are going to get featured, and if Milestone can do what other publishers are slower to do, you know, or what they're criticized as being slow to do. It's a little like they have to put their money where their mouth is. Um, and that's both great, and I can see that also being uh, nerve-wracking. Nerve so it'll be real interesting to see where their main focus lies. Is it going to be just superheroes again? Are they going to go beyond superheroes? You know, there's representation. There's the execution of the material. Are they going to hire outside of traditional talent pools? These are all things to look forward to. And not to mention just that they're back with DC, which seems like a surprising move. I'm not sure if anybody would have guessed that. Certainly for the 
promotional aspect and the distribution side of things and maybe even money, it makes sense. Um, you know, they're looking to revive the milestone content and put it out as collections, which is great, but I'm sure they're looking for print and digital. And then they even say they're going to expand into action figures and an upcoming static shock digital series. So lots coming out for milestone. There was a Jonathan Hickman panel, writer Jonathan Hickman, and he mentioned that his, his S.H.I.E.L.D. series with Dustin Weaver, which is beautiful and great and fantastic, and is the series that the TV show should be based on. The final two issues will be released in October and November. They're going to re-release the first four issues of the second volume of the series as an oversized comic and then they'll release the final two issues. I'll put a link in the show notes to Dustin Weaver's Tumblr site because he releases a lot of uh, uncolored S.H.I.E.L.D. pages, and they are just beautiful. God, they're beautiful. This is not S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. This is the secret history of the organization S.H.I.E.L.D. dating all the way back to you know, ancient Egypt. So this is something very different. Uh, when he was getting to the question and answer part of his panel... He wanted anybody who was going to come up to the mic to say, should he stay at Marvel, should he work at DC, or should he go to Image? Obviously, Image got the highest number of votes, but second runner-up was uh, he should do work at DC. And I certainly would love to see Jonathan Hickman working within the confines of DC concepts, maybe Legion of Ser Superheroes or some other high-concept sci-fi book. Uh, I think it'll be really I think it would be really interesting to see what his brain could come up with. He also, this is really interesting, mentioned that his run on Ultimates back in maybe late 2011 or early 2012, he considers that his best work at Marvel. Uh, I've never read it. I'm not even sure I knew he was doing it at that time. But he said when DC launched the New 52 reboot, it absolutely buried the work. It buried the Ultimate Universe, and he believes that that was truly the thing that caused the Ultimate line to crash and burn. That the New 52 uh, reboot stole any of the thunder from that Ultimate line revamp, which I think at the time was called Ultimate Comics, so it was like Ultimate Comics Spider-Man and Ultimate Comics Ultimate. Very confusing. Uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was the end of the Ultimate Universe. So very interesting. That's not something Marvel talks about, really. So uh, we also have a couple of Titans-related news bits that I should be dropping on my Tower podcast, but you know, I'll drop it here instead. Um, along with two other post-convergence titles, DC is releasing something called Titans Hunt, which has a lot of weight within the Titans universe, if you're familiar with that title and that story arc from the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, this will be written by Dan Abnett, art by Paolo Siguera. It's on sale in October, and the blurb is kind of interesting. It says, uh, Convergence is, is over, but the ripples are still being felt, especially by a young precog named Lilith. What are these visions she's having of a Teen Titans team the world never knew? And why does she feel compelled to seek out Dick Grayson, Roy Harper, Donna Troy, and an Atlantean named Garth 
and warn them that something dark and sinister is coming after them. Who are Mao, Nark, Hank Hall, and Dawn Granger, and what is their connection to the others and to the fate of every soul on Earth? This is the secret history of the Teen Titans. This feels like this is a mix of New 52 and Convergence, maybe a way to splice all those original Teen Titans stories into the New 52. I'm really intrigued. Now, they don't mention Wally West, and on the uh, image uh, for this series, there is no Wally West, but there is a gravestone um, that could maybe be Wally West. I forget what it says, something like, who is the lost Teen Titan or something like that. So, But the image from the Justice League characters are clearly out of the New 52. Uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be an interesting title. And then uh, two other events that are highlighting the 75th anniversary of Robin... First one being Batman and Robin Eternal, which is a weekly series, a, a weekly sequel to Batman Eternal. It'll be 26 issues starting in October. So all of this is going to come out in the next previews, I imagine. Uh, the writers are Scott Snyder, James Tinney, and the fourth. They are the showrunners. And then other writers include Tim Seeley, Genevieve Valentine, Steve Orlando, Jackson Lansing, Colin Kelly, and Ed Brisson. And then artists are Tony Daniel and Paul Pelletier and Scott Eaton. And one of the characters in this that will be featured is Cassandra Kane, making her appearance in the New 52. And then along with that, there will be a five-week Robin War crossover between Gotham Academy, Robin, Son of Batman, and We Are Robin. And it'll feature two bookend one-shots written by Tom King, yay Tom King, and uh, with a story by King, Lee Bermejo, ba uh, Pat Gleason, art by Carrie Randolph, and others. So a lot of Robin goodness. So I'm sure Eric at the Longbox Review will be getting both of those. Uh, or maybe not. Um, we go to IDW, who is doing a Back to the Future series in collaboration with creator Bob Gale. And it'll be four issues. It'll go on sale in October. And they're going to mess around with the things that happened between and before the movies or in any of the alternate realities. So, for instance, the first issue will go back to 1982 to show how Marty McFly and Doc Brown actually met. And then the second issue heads to 1943 and tells the story of how Doc Brown got himself involved with the Manhattan Project and so on. One of the artists will be Brent Schoonover, which is great. Uh, known Brent for a long time, ever since he did the artwork on Harwood from Ape Entertainment, which uh, back in the early CGS days, they were the one, they were some of the first ones to support CGS. And Brent has been at Super Show and CG, frequent CGS guest. He's been working on Batman 66, Adventures of Superman, the digital series, uh, a few issues of King the Phantom from Dynamite, and he'll be doing all new, all different Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D., from uh, all new, all different Marvel, that's what I meant to say. So congrats to Brent Schoonover and um, IDW putting out, you know, they put out some Galaxy Quest issues and Edward Scissor's hands, and now they're putting out uh, Back to the Future, so that's kind of cool. Uh, speaking of IDW, they teased that they may have, or they do have, the license for ROM the Space Knight, as they're calling it, and Micronauts, and I have to assume this means collections, collections, collections of all those series and maybe new works. Um, the EIC of IDW, Chris Ryle, once had four volumes of the ROM series hardbound. 
And it's a beautiful picture if you ever see it. Look, look for it online. So I have to imagine he wants everything. Just like they did with the Transformers collections where they included Transformer comics that uh, had Spider-Man in it and that character Circuit Breaker, which Marvel created. Here's hoping that this, uh, especially the ROM series, my God, it's immersed in the Marvel Universe. So um, I can't wait. I can't wait. I have to imagine Chris Ryle is going to want nothing but the best for that ROM series. And as I mentioned before, Grant Morrison is doing Multiversity 2, and that's 2 as in T-O-O, Multiversity also, which will be a line of original graphic novels based on Multiversity and based on the guidebook. And it'll feature stories from throughout the 52 multiverse world, although we don't know what they are just yet or what those stories will be about just yet. It will begin in 2016 with Multiversity 2, The Flash, but we're not sure which Flash uh, character it will focus on so you know this is uh this is everything we would hope to come out of multiversity it's it gotta wait even longer and who knows if it'll come out on time um but i was hoping it would be a little more ingrained within the dc line but here we go he's also working on batman black and white with a whole slew of different artists that haven't been announced um, and he was announced, uh, you know, the, the editor-in-chief or editor, I don't know what the title is, of Heavy Metal Magazine. So Grant Morrison, you know, uh, once again, keeping, um, keeping his name out there. Beyond that, that's really it. Uh, beyond that, I, you know, I watched the WB panel online through, uh, nefarious means, I guess. <laughs> um, so I got to see the Suicide Squad trailer before they just released it today, which is great. Got to see the Batman vs. Superman trailer, Batman v Superman trailer, and then they released that shortly after the panel, which is also amazing. A truly great shot of Wonder Woman using her bracelets in a way that I don't really recall seeing too often. Um, so, you know, just some, just some teases for movies that aren't coming out for another year or whatever, you know. I can't, I can't get too excited just yet or else I'll burn out. Um, and then they released the trailer for the Vixen animated series that will be released online on what they're calling the CW Seed, which is an unfortunate name. Um, but the Vixen series will take place within the Arrow and the Flash TV series within, within that universe. It premieres August 25th. I love Vixen. She's in my top five favorite uh, female characters. So I'm looking forward to that. All right, that's it. What were you most excited about? You can email me at peter at thedailyrios.com. You can talk back on the website or on Twitter at Peter J. Rios. What were you excited about for San Diego uh, in terms of comics or any other genre, medium? Let me know, and thanks for listening. <laughs>